Lord of Vibes! Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K23. And today I've woken up BJ Armstrong nice and early. When I rang him this morning, he said that I hadn't just woken him up, but he could barely talk because his voice was all, yeah, what's up, Bo? I knew I'd woken him up and I woke him up for a reason because I wanted to get him on the podcast before he looked at his phone or the computer because I wanted to get fresh takes for this. The NBA... We're getting straight into the action today. The NBA have unveiled six new trophies. BJ, have you heard about these or have you seen no. them? Okay, no. perfect. Because I want to play the game with you. The six trophies that they've unveiled, it's remodeling the MVP trophy, the Defensive Player of the Year trophy, et cetera, et cetera. And they've named each of these trophies after a legendary player from the NBA. So I wanted to get BJ Armstrong's thoughts and guesses on who each award would be named after. Are you ready, BJ? Go ahead. Let's do it. We'll start at the top with the MVP, Most Valuable Player Award. Which player is the trophy now named after, do you think? Um, Bill Russell. No, no, because he's got the finals. He's got the finals MVP. Oh, he's the finals MVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, Michael Jordan. Correct. The Michael Jordan Trophy, and they've got a whole new statue and everything, um, will be given to the MVP of the NBA moving forwards from here on out. It was previously... MVP. Yes. It was previously the Maurice Podoloff. Is that Podoloff? How you pronounce it? Mm, yeah, I have no The idea. first ever commissioner of the NBA. That was the MVP trophy. But now that award, that his trophy is for the team of the best regular season record. They've given the Michael Jordan Trophy to the MVP. Um, the trophy is they've got these little Easter eggs inside the trophy. So there's five sides on the base as a nod to his five MVPs. The badge with the name tag on has six sides, obviously six championships. The 15 degree angle of the base is a nod to his 15 season career. The crystal basketball he's holding in his hand has 23 points for his jersey number. The basketball measures 1.23 inches in diameter in reference to the singularity of the MVP and Jordan's standout career. I think that's a bit of a reach. Mm. The trophy stands 23.6 inches tall and weighs 23.6 pounds, representing his jersey number and number of championships. A lot of people are saying that this should be Kareem's trophy because obviously Kareem has the most MVPs, if I'm not mistaken. What do you think about that? I think they have the same. I think they have the same. I think Kareem has six and Jordan has five. Yeah, I think Kareem. I think... Yes, I think that's correct. I think that's, I think that is. Or if, if yeah, not, yeah, they yeah. have the same. Is yeah, Kareem, Kareem has six. Jordan has six finals MVPs, but only five regular season mm-hmm. MVPs. Um, mm-hmm. Well, for me, it makes sense. The most valuable player in the history of the NBA, if you look at what he did for the league in terms of expanding it globally and bringing an audience, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously great things. But what are your thoughts about this um, redesign of the trophy? Well, my my initial thoughts is this. Um, you, you know, you know, it it gets hard for me in this regard is because I understand that this is a business, right? And there's a business side to everything we do, and I understand. And they've the been very deliberate. Aspect. They've been very deliberate to include Kia in every single press release and every single tweet and every single article saying Kia MVP. So the sponsorship yeah. money is there. Yeah. And, and, and I, and I get it and, and, and I get it. So I, 
So I, I always try to stay in my lane, which is I just love I I for whatever reason, I don't and, and I, I ask myself this all the time. I like why why do I love this sport? You know, like the competition of it and all of the things. But I made it my business, <laughs> no pun intended, to understand this business so that I can see, you know, all of the sides of you know, this business that for some reason I've chosen to participate in. And I I don't have a problem with it, you know, because you, you understand it. It doesn't mean that it means anything. I think we, we, we give it these meanings. Oh, it has whatever, five sides. It has yeah. 20. <laughs> I, 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 I think it's, the, it's a bit the, of a reach the, for me. Yeah. All of the things, the thing that matters most to me, when it's all said and done and all of these things is the improvement of the game. And anything that helps to improve the game or in, and helps the people who participate in this world, right? Whether you're playing professionally, you're watching professional basketball, you are you you, you play basketball wherever you play in the world. Anything that we do to help that, I'm all for. Mm-hmm. But all of the other things, okay, all right. If have, this gives you a press release, great. I don't have a problem. Ha, have a look at your I, phone. I, I just, I just send you the picture of the trophy. I don't I, have my phone with me. I don't have. Uh, my phone. I don't have my. Sorry, yeah. I can, I I can hold it up for you right me. now, and you can see. Um, okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm very kind of unhappy with the design of this, as you can see, because it's that the MVP trophy. Yeah, it's supposed to be Michael Jordan, but it looks nothing like Michael Jordan. Um, obviously, I think they should have done the trophy, the the statue that you have in your office, and the statue that's outside the Chicago Bulls arena of his iconic pose. Obviously, there is some Jordan and Jumpman own that pose, I guess, and they would have to pay for it or whatever it might be. But there's so many iconic poses from his career, like his celebration in the air after hitting the shot, or you know, other different types of dunks that he's done. I'm not a big fan. This looks like an Oscar award with its hand in the air. It doesn't look like Michael Jordan to me. Well, I, I'm sure, I'm sure that probably listen. It's you know, it's like here when you have the Oscars and the Grammys and all of those things. Be that's a pretty sleek looking trophy. I mean, it looks I like can it. I when you when I first saw it, the first thing I imagined was I could see someone holding that, giving yeah. a speech. Mm. That's what it looked like to me. You know, you got that that other pose, you know, like that's pretty hard to hold while you're, you know, you can. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I just think it's all about. You know, it, listen, it's well, you and I are in a business and I'm fine with it. I just want to see the players perform because. These are some of the best athletes in the world. This is a great game and it's an amazing game. And if it helps the game. So be it, but you know, oh. fine. If that's if, if that if that makes the game if that makes the game better, <laughs> I, 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 they have a, they I, have okay. They have a new award as well this season. It's going to be awarded a to uh, they've introduced a new award. It's going to be awarded to the NBA okay. Clutch Player of the Year. It will be voted wow, on really? by a media panel based on nominations from NBA head coaches, and will honor the NBA player who best comes through for his teammates in the clutch. Who do you think this trophy is named after? The Clutch Player of the Year. 
one player from NBA history. It's not a current player. No, none of these awards have gone to current oh, players. Larry, name... It's got to be Larry Bird, right? Larry Bird. See, it's that would have Bird, been right? my pick too. However, okay, who... they gave the Larry Bird Award is for the Eastern Conference Finals MVP now. Seeing as there's so many awards and everyone's getting a trophy, this one is named the Jerry West Award. For those who don't know, legendary Los Angeles Lakers broadcaster Chick Hearn gave Jerry West the nickname Mr. Clutch for his extraordinary shooting at the end of close games. Uh, interesting, they gave the Clutch Award to the guy whose teams would lose in the finals most times that they appeared there. Um, but I guess it's kind of nice for them to say it's not all about winning rings and it can be individual awards as well. But yeah, the Jerry West Trophy will be given to the most Clutch player. Okay. That brings me to... Who do you think will win that award this season? God, these are like because it's so hard to define. Like it's so. You hard say, to... uh, well, I mean, listen, I, I, I think, I don't know. I, you know, these these things are they're getting so out of hand because I'm not, a, you know. Again, Mo, but excuse me. Um, I, 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 I've always in, tried to enthrall myself or throw myself into a group, right? Because this is a team sport. It's really hard for me to look at the individual, what have you, other than, you know, things that I know that in the end that help you win, right? And I'm thinking of somebody on the Celtics because they have the best record right now. Um, I'm thinking of the best teams, you know. Um, well, right I, now, I don't know. I mean, right I now, I me, don't know. Right now, for me, the most clutch player, if you're going to look at game winners, is the Hawks rookie, 19 year old AJ Griffin, who's hit two buzzer beers okay. already this season. So, if we're looking at it like that, AJ Griffin may be the first recipient of the Jerry West Award. I feel like yeah. this award. This slightly is a conspiracy of mine, but this award, they're going to end up giving it to Damian Lillard. They're just going to end up giving it to him because they put him on the All-75 team. But aside from that, his accolades in terms of individual awards and team awards doesn't really have many. He's got All-Star appearances and maybe some All-NBAs, whatever. But um, I think this will boost up his... You know, I was thinking last year, maybe DeMar... I could see DeMar DeRozan winning it last year if it was out last year because he had some really, you know, amazing last-minute shots. But... You know, when you say clutch, you know what? I, I don't know. But that, hey, that would have been wild so as well. Good. Like, DeMar DeRozan winning it last year, even though the majority of his career, he was known for being DeMar DeFrozen and not being clutch. So it's interesting. It's interesting. I didn't ask about the MVP because we talk about that quite a bit and we'll do a proper episode on that. But the Defensive Player of the Year Award, PJ, which player do you think they have named this trophy after? That's got to be Bill Russell, right? I mean, who else? No, no, because Bill Russell already has is the Bill Russell final MVP. Well, it's got to be finals MVP. Yeah, well, it's 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 what uh, it's got to be Bill Russell. Who else would you put on there? Well, you know, you could have put Matumbo, you could have put Ben Wallace, but they've given it to the Hakeem Olajuwon Trophy for being Defensive Player of the Year. It could have been Tim Duncan as well. Um, But defensive dominance helped define Hakeem Olajuwon's Hall Hall of Fame career. He's the league's all-time leader in block shots, and he's ninth in steals. Being ninth in steals as a center is kind of insane when you really think about it. He won two Defense Player of the Year awards and was a nine-time all-defensive team selection. I'm not mad at that one. I'm not mad at that. 
all-time leader in blocks, and it may be surpassed one day. Maybe Victor Wembanyama comes in and overtakes that. Um, okay, but yeah, is well, it okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting. Any thoughts on that one, B? No, I it, no, I I don't I I don't I don't know what to say. Like you know what I mean, like. I'm looking at it and I'm just going, how it, how does it improve the game? Like, like I, I want to be, like, I don't know. We do all of these things. I, I just want to, like, I, I, that's my only, that's my only, is the, is, is you want to keep the, the quality of the game as high as possible. So this is, I mean, this is, this is the marketing part of the business. So I, there's nothing really for me to say. I mean, other than, okay. I mean, the the trophies do look like shot glasses when you see them. Aside from the Michael Jordan one, which is a statue, the rest of them look like a glass that you would pour a shot in to have a drink. Um, Who would be your pick right now for the Defense Player of the Year this season? I would say the kid, is it OG? I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, you're on the same way. I think he would be, I think he would be right now. If you were to vote right now, he's he's playing at a very high level. That that would be pretty cool. He's of Nigerian descent, and obviously he keep a large one. It'd be, it's also really cool now. I think if they could have Michael Jordan presenting the MVP trophy and Hakeem Olajuwon presenting the Defensive Player of the Year trophy, I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, the Rookie of the Year award. Do you know who they have named that one after? I don't know. Will Chamberlain. Yes, spot on. Is it really? He averaged 37.6 points and 27 rebounds in 46.4 minutes per game in his rookie season, where he also won the MVP award. It could have been Wes Unseld as well, I guess, because he he did that. Um, but yes, it is Wilt Chamberlain. Um, I think that's pretty cool. I mean, I don't think we're ever going to see a rookie put up numbers like that ever again. I don't think we're going to see another human put up numbers like that ever again. You know, we were talking yesterday about teams, players missing time. And to see that Wilt Chamberlain averaged 46.4 minutes through his career, wild, or or for him in his rookie season, absolutely wild. Who is your rookie of the year right now as it stands? Um, I would say the kid Paolo. If you ask me right now, I'm gonna say Paulo is, you know, Paulo, um, kid Ivy, um, Thurn was probably be second. I would say the kid at Indiana would be second yeah. right now, and then Ivy would be third. I think those three to be have kind of separated themselves, uh, but Paulo, I, I think has been, I think he's been terrific. I, I, I really. I really enjoy watching him play, and he, I think he's made some improvements even from Duke. Or he he's shown mm-hmm. aspects of his game that I didn't know he could do while watching him at Duke. So I, I think he's been the best rookie thus far, big time. The sixth man of the year, BJ. Who is that trophy named after? When you think about that, there's been so many uh, great six. I'm saying, in the NBA. I'm a John Havlicek. I have no idea. Yeah, it is John Havlicek. It is John Havlicek. Is it really? It is. <laughs> is it really? Is it, well, this is the interesting thing. The player who's won the most Michael Jordan MVPs is Kareem, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The most Hakeem Olajuwon Defense Player of the Year trophies go to Matumbo and Ben Wallace. And the most John Havlicek Sixth Man of the Year trophies go to Jamal Crawford and Lou Will. I would have liked it to be the Jamal Crawford trophy. I think that would have been pretty cool. 
But obviously, John Havlicek was one of the pioneers of that six-man role. Eight NBA championships. You can't really knock the CV. Um, you know, and he did so much to revolutionize the game. I think that's that's pretty cool. The uh, most improved player of the year. Who do you think that trophy is named after? And this one was a big kind of surprise to me. Detlef Schrump. I have no idea. No. <laughs> it's the George Mikan trophy. Despite the most improved player award not even being a thing when he played, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they have given it to the George Mikan trophy. And the press release says the Mikan drill has been used for decades by players at all levels to improve their game. Um, it's pretty thin reasoning. I heard someone talking earlier about this award and they said, do you know who would be the perfect player to name this award after once they retire? Would be Giannis. Hmm. Giannis. Because when you look at his career, yeah. how he improved, if we're talking about the most improved, who would you yeah, name this after? I don't agree with that. Well, first of all, that, that the whole Giannis narrative, I don't... You know, it's one thing. Of, it's one thing about players I learned, right? Even as a former player, you know, watching all this throughout my life is players always adapt. They always adapt. They they adapt to the rules of the game. And one of the things that happened with Giannis from the moment he was drafted until he got into really the core, which he's in the the, the heart of his career right now. He's at the peak of his career is you watch the game evolve into a three-point game and suddenly small ball became the way to play because everyone wanted to play five out mm -hmm. and the thing that's fascinating about watching watching Giannis to me is which how I started this conversation is what did we do to improve the game well we, we put a huge emphasis on three-point shooting check we put a huge emphasis on pace of the game check we hear a huge emphasis on spacing of the game. Check. But the best player and the most dominant player in the game, he doesn't check any of those boxes. <laughs> 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 that's, a, that's the funny thing about, you know, it's not like Giannis, like, it's not like Giannis became, went from this version of a player to like watching, you know, Brooke, you know, Brooke Lopez. Hmm. You know, that to me is like, wow, is, this guy did a complete 180. But it, this is, guy that, just imposed his will on the game. I don't know if Brook Lopez is improvement or just an evolution because Brook Lopez was pretty damn good how he was before. Well, he was an all star he, caliber player he, before. I, so well, I, I don't know. Saying, he's gone from an all star well, to a role player, but the game's dictated it to be more effective for his team. Well, the reason I call him improved is because. He had to improve his shooting in order to play. Mm -hmm. He had to improve as a defensive player. He wasn't a defensive player. Like, like the running joke was watching Brooke was always criticized for not rebounding the ball and not being a defensive player. Mm -hmm. He was an offensive guy who would get you, you know, 20 points, but he wasn't a shot blocker or was a defensive player. Now he improved and He's he's up for defensive player of the year this year. He's yeah, I think he's, leading he, he's the been one of shots. the he's been one of the best defenders in the league this okay. season. He improved his shooting and extended his range. So, you know, Giannis 
I think he's getting better at shooting, but he's not a consistent shooter yet. Mm-hmm. But what he did do was he adapted his game into how to play in the game. So th- that's just the way I kind of look at it. Cause you know, players have to figure out how to, how to play. Uh, so I, 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 if you were asking me the player that's improved the most, it's really been Brooke. Brooke is a much improved so, defensive player. I mean, I, much improved. I, so much so we're, we're talking about him defensive player of the who, year. Who would you be, name the award after? Because we can't have Michael Jordan, Akeem Olajuwon, John Havlicek, Brooke Lopez. You know what I mean? Like, it's got to be a top 75 player. Who would for, you name the award for after? The, for, for the defensive player of the year? For, for the most improved player. Oh, most improved. Most improved player. You know, that, that's a tough one. You know, that, that's a tough. You know, I, I, I mean. Yeah, you know, that's most improved. You know, those are those are those are those are difficult because you see player like I played with the player Bill Cartwright, for instance. Mm-hmm. Bill Cartwright, you know, when he came into this league, he was a, you know, a big time scorer. 20 point score. And then suddenly at the end of his career, he became a defensive player. Mm-hmm. So that to me is way more impressive than just looking at, you know, like when guys do these 180s, that's that's that to me is, you know, I remember Larry, Larry Johnson comes to mind. You know, he came in as a big time scorer, and all of a sudden he became a defensive, you know, a defensive guy. Um yeah, I, I I tend to gravitate to players like that who they evolve over their careers. Brooke Lopez is a, a phenomenal one for me. You know, I I mean, as a fan, I'm rooting for him to win the defensive player of the year. Because to me, that would be like an incredible, that'll be an incredible thing. Um, you know, players like that, I, I don't, I, I really, I would have to really think about it. The first... I, I, the first winner of the Most Improved Player Award, do you know who first won it when the award was brought in in 1985-86? I have no idea. Alvin Robertson. Oh, yeah. Defensive specialist. Yeah. And then he started scoring. He started scoring. He came into the league as a defensive player. I played it. Alvin was a really, really, really tough-nosed basketball player. Uh, I think I believe out of the University of Arkansas, if I remember. Yeah, I think he averaged like almost three steals a game for his career. Yeah, he he was man, hands. He had great hands, great great hands. So I, I like players and who do one eighties. You know, the, the only player players. to the only guard to ever have a quadruple double in a game, which I think is pretty yeah, he, cool. He was a he was a really really good player. I mean, he wasn't good. He was really good, like really good, really tough tough nosed player. Um, like so, the, the, that 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 always intrigues me. That that's that's kind of my, you know, I look for players who, when you say most, improved, all right, you average six points, and then you average eighteen points. Okay, like, all right, if you're an offensive player, you know, you can figure that out. But if you come in as an offensive player and suddenly you become a defensive player. That to me is really impressive. Or vice versa, you become in as a defensive player, and all of a sudden, you can score a little bit. Um, you know, so that that that's what I look for. So there's two awards that haven't been rebranded yet. I don't think uh, Coach of the Year and Executive of the Year. 
if you were to name those awards, I think Coach of the Year has to be Red Auerbach. Or do you have any other names in mind? Yeah, I, I think you have to have, I think you have to have Red. You know, he was one of the first, you know, and, and obviously, I think we all understand this. If you want to be really good at coaching, really good at coaching, you better have great players. <laughs> that's that's mm. just that's just a simple formula. And 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 you know, as a player, it's about you, but as a coach, the game is about them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I I don't you know when you give when you give the coach of the year, you're actually giving it to that team. Yeah, because the team, the the team is you know they have internal leadership. To me, when people talk about culture and people talk about all of those things, the internal leadership that's required to be in a team setting relies heavily on those players mm-hmm. because they have to they have to you know not only buy in you know I, I don't know if that's the correct term. But they have to understand what's the reasons, the reasoning of what you know why we're doing these things. So, and that comes from within. Um, if you're saying coach, you're saying executive of the year, right? Yeah, I think it would have to be Red Arback too. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, Red was one of the first. You know, I, I I think one of the underlying things of scouting and coaching is being able to have a top. You know, I I I, I this is what I believe, right? Um, I don't know how that conversation shifted to me, or I shifted it to me. Is you have to have to be able to scout. To me, the core of this business has always been and will always be scouting. You have to be able to evaluate the game. In the core of the game. And then the game will take on different, you know, now we're in this era of shooting. However, when the playoffs happen, it always reverts back to the core of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know where the game is going to go next, right? But the core of the game, which is defending, you got to find players who can defend. You got to find players who can rebound. And you got to find players who go past the ball or understand the reasoning that Mo has a good shot, but BJ has a better shot. And so he'll he's willing to pass the ball to get the best shot on every offensive possession. If you do that more consistent than your opponent, nine times out of 10, you're going to win the game, right? Because we all understand that an uncontested shot is better than a contested shot. Mm-hmm. So if you find players who understand that, just those concepts, along with the following, which is absolutely necessary, you need big, meaning you need tall. You got to have length, strong. You got to be able to play through the contact, and you have to have a certain level of athleticism, right? To play, to give yourself an advantage to play in what we call the NBA game. So, if you can identify those things, as far as the the, the type of the level of athlete that you have, along with the team concept, it's almost impossible, Mo. To lose mm-hmm. now, easier said than done. But when you look like when you look at your Celtics, right? Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown, he's big. He's he's got good height for a two guard. Yep, he's got 
he's strong. The man plays through contact. Yeah, yeah. He's, beast. Okay. And athletically, you know, he's he's at the top. Yep. See, he, okay. He, people don't know. J- Jalen Brown, yeah. if Jalen Brown ever did the dunk contest, I think people would be shocked at just how great he is. So yeah, I've no, been in the gym with I've been in the gym with him and seen some of the dunks that he can do. And obviously but he's he, not gonna do them in a game, but he's crazy athletic. Crazy. Jason Tatum. Jason people don't realize Jason Tatum is really big. Jason Tatum's strong about as hell. Oh, he's strong now as hell as well. He looks skinny. Yeah. Like he plays contact now. And athletically, he's always a little better than you think. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he dunks and does it because of his size and length. So you have not one, not two, but then you look at you look at smart, strong as hell, smart, great athlete. At the at at his position, he's bigger than most. Okay. Strong as as anybody in the entire league, right? Mm-hmm. Right. He you just can't walk him down and post him up, even nope. if he switches. Even if you're a five. Okay. And and Athletically, he's what we refer to as a ground athlete. The man mm-hmm. moves side to side as fast as as well. Tricep screen on him. Tricep screen. Yes. Gitterick has great I, footwork. That's and why the time lord, yeah. freak athlete. Time lord is another. So, so I think I think Danny ahead. Age could be in a shout for the executive being having that award named after him after he retires. I think Danny Age I, I, is a fantastic. I, I, again, yeah. But I also think I want to get your thoughts on it being called the Jerry Krause Award. And paying tribute to could be. Jerry Krause. Yeah, it could be. It could be. You know what? I mean, listen, when you start drafting players like Scottie Pippen and Horace Grant and Charles Oakley, you know, it could be. You know what I mean? Identifying Tony yeah. Kukoc coming in. But you could for Dennis see, Rodman. What, yeah, when you see when you see the names you just think, you, you, it's the same formula. Everyone says, oh, the game is different now. Scottie Pippen. Dennis Rodman, Tony Kukoc, Horace Grant, big. They're all tall, strong, and they're athletes. The formula never – that's the thing about the NBA to me is that we all want to believe today's game is different. No, if, if the only thing that's different today is this guy is the greatest of all time. This guy is the greatest of all time. You know what would be really fun for me to see? Really fun. I would love to see a game or an era – where Larry Bird in his prime was a was playing today's game where they're just shooting. Oh, it would be unfair. 50, it would be unfair. I would love to see Reggie Miller play, and I would love to see even Chris Ray Allen. Mullen. Even Ray Allen. Ray Allen. And he, he, he didn't retire 10 years ago. This was, I would love to see these guys be able to shoot the volume. When you start saying, you know, I, I was just watching the game the other day. My dad and I were watching the game. And I think they put up a stat like the Warriors. It was the Warriors Celtics game. The Warriors are 10 for 22 from the three. I was like, dad was like, he started laughing. And he was like, man, it took you two months to get up 22. Three <laughs> 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 Facts. Facts. Yeah. He was like, it took you two months to get that many threes up in a game. He was like, he was like, man. He was like, that's a lot of that's a lot of shots. And I just chuckled to myself because I thought if if you could have the mindset that there's a possibility, not that you would get them up every game, but that I can shoot 10 or 11 threes a game mode, it mm-hmm. changes the way you play. It mm-hmm. changes the way you think. These guys are just playing in an era where that's the way they play. And and I'm not saying one's better or one's worse. 
But Mo, it never dawned on me that I would shoot 15 threes in one game. Mo, that wasn't even, that was a remote idea. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If you went mm-hmm. like, Mo, you went three for five, man, you were gunning. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. You, you put know what a I five mean? piece today, B. You know, now watching Steph Curry, he'll put up five consecutive threes. You know what I mean? That's just the way the game is. But let me tell you something. These these guys, Dale Ellis, and these guys, some of these guys can really, really, really shoot. Okay. Really shoot. But the game was different. The way that we play the game was different. And I'm not taking away anything from this era. These guys are incredible athletes, incredible. The the Damian Lillard and Steph Curry and all these guys. However, it would be fun to see someone like Larry Bird play in this era. It would be really fun to see because you're talking about someone with a skill set. You know what I mean? Someone with a true skill set. It would be like incredible to see because the game was made for guys. Would you say positionless basketball, right? <laughs> when you start talking about magic and all of these guys, wow! I, it, it would be fun to see these in today's game, just because you know they they're they're doing it more abundantly. I mean, mm-hmm. they're shooting threes now at such a high rate. Mm-hmm. And, I, and and there's a ton of players I'm just not thinking about right now, but you know, man, it would be really fun to see these guys play in this era. Most definitely. Well, those are the new awards. Let us know what you think. I want to know if there was a BJ Armstrong trophy, what that award would be for. That's what I want to know. So you guys hit us up on a discord or on social media and let us oh, know gosh. what the BJ Armstrong trophy would be for. I think it would be for roster construction or taking giant pauses between sentences. I don't know yet, BJ. We're going to see yeah, what the people award the BJ Armstrong Award for. You know what? You know what? If there was... If there was a here, and, and the only thing is is to respect the game. That, that That's it. I, I'm really simple when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. Just who loves the game? That, to me, is... That, that's it. It, it. All the other stuff is da 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 da. Being around so many wonderful players and great players, right? And and most of the guys, you know, like everyone on that list, right? With the exception of I think George Mikan. No, I I I I think I'm. I can't remember if I, I met, you know, Mister Mikan or not. I can't remember. With the exception of of of, of George Mikan. I had an opportunity to meet all of these people. That's crazy. Okay. And here's the thing that's amazing about all of those people, right? You you talk about this guy's MVP, this guy is clutch, this guy's defensive player of the year. There's a respect to the game. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and you know, what's, you know, what's incredible is when you're sitting, when I was had the opportunity to sit there with, you know, you know, Mr. Russell, you know what I mean? When I had a chance to sit there with these people, the way they refer to the game and the level of respect they give the game, everyone holds it at a, just at the ultimate level. Mm-hmm. And they respect the other people who had an opportunity to play in the game. 
and they had an opportunity to be coached in the game. Mm-hmm. So if there's anything to me, it's not. It, yeah, these are the these are the characters who play. But the thing that that impresses me most about everyone who who has achieved success in this league, something happens more when you win a championship. Something happens to you, you know. Like you know, when I when I played, I just played. But I remember the first championship I won as a as in my in my youth. Something happens. It's like it's like you begin to understand like something. Like every time you win a championship, you understand like, oh wow, I see this. I, I understand. And then when I won the, when I was lucky enough to win a championship in the NBA, Mo, you like, you you know, you hear people talk about, they have these ah moments. You, you begin, it's like you, you peek through something and you see it. And all of a sudden you see the, you know, you see, you see it all. And you go, oh, wow. Now Mo, a turnover, you understand why the coaches are emphasizing not to turn the ball over. And then, Mo, you understand why I got to box out. And then, Mo, you begin to understand there's a spacing on the floor that you play with. But when you win, something happens. When you talk to, you know, Bill Russell and you talk to Bird and you talk to these guys, Mo, the detail in which they see the game is incredible. Why? It's because, Mo, winning does something. Mm-hmm. It does something to you, Mo. Like, I can't help but watch a game and see which team is playing to win and which team is not. I can't even watch. Mo, I want to go to the game and just have fun. No, you can't. You, you're can't. analyzing it. I, I'm looking at it going, okay, this team is going to lose, and here's why. I can't even watch a game without understanding why, they, why they're going to win and why they lose. I can't even watch a game and play a game, Mo, with my kids and not trying to win. I hear like, it. Like it, it, it can't, it like it can't even happen. So the respect of the game, Mo, the game is the, the to me, the game is the MVP. The game Boys. is all of these Boys. things, Mo. Boy, the game because is the star of the show. We talk yeah, about this all the, the game, time off it, camera. The and, game and, has to and, be the star. Is the and my, my, I don't know, my only intention, Mo, is how to improve the game. Like, Mo, I think about that all the time. How can mm-hmm. we improve the game? Mm-hmm. How do how can we improve? I mean, Mo, this is an incredible game, but how can we improve it? What have we done to improve the game so that the game will remain at playing at its highest level? So that's the, the the game is the one to me that's the mvp the clutch defensive player and all these things because mo I, I i it's a beautiful game i mean i can't watch the, i can't wait to watch it today i can't wait to go go to another game i can't I, you know i just love i can love talking about the game with you Facts. every day so it's a blessing so it's a yeah of listening and the question and, and and the last thing is the questions that we get, mm. that to me is improving me because I got to stay sharp. Mm-hmm. Some of the questions that we get from our listeners are like, wow, where, where, where did that come from? You know what I mean? Yeah, let's do so, it. Let's do it. This Friday, you, you guys got up until Thursday to send in your questions in a Discord on the Twitter timeline. Let us know what you want to hear. Speaking of MVP awards, every listener to this show is the MVP. 
the real MVPs. Yes, Shout yes. out to all of you. Make sure that you give us our rewards by putting a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leaving a review. Share the podcast with your friend. And most importantly, get buckets.